Hey guys, welcome to Overcrest. I'm Chris. And I'm Jake. And I've got my show notes up here. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I say, Jake, you got the show notes ready to go? And he's sitting over there with his hands in his lap. I don't know. Lap. Are there any? He's sitting over there with his hands in his lap. What's the electrical tape around your finger? You got a wound. You got a wound. Why don't you just use a Band-Aid? Well, I'm pretty sure I have like finger cancer at this point. Okay. So I'll start from the beginning. I had, I'm pretty sure, a wart there. Okay, and then, hold, hold, I just wanted to talk about my Band-Aid story. We don't need to talk about warts. Well, this is kind of interesting because okay. then I cut it really badly. When you were working on something or what? Yeah, I think I had gotten a fight with a bandsaw on that finger. Ah, you think. Well, I, this one is from a bandsaw. I, I've had stitches, I think, in every finger at this point. Okay, because you're clumsy? And I just don't care because all I have to do is go inside and my wife stitches me up. <laughs> like, it's really quite like, yeah. there's not a whole lot of downside here. It's not like I have to wrap it up, go to the so hospital and pay for it. there is healthcare in America. There is, if you're married to a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so I know she stitched up this finger and it yep. healed, but there was this weird, like, protrusion or bump on it. And so I was, like, picking at it. Oh, God, dude. And now, and it started bleeding and I put a bandaid on it. And for, like, it's been, like, probably a month. It just won't stop bleeding. Like so anytime I take a band-aid off, doesn't seem electrical tape well, seems like what you do when their band-aids aren't available. Well, so yeah, I, I've been using band-aids forever and then I was in the garage and I did it again. I was like, son of a, and so I just grabbed some electrical tape and put it on it. And then I realized, wait a minute, the benefit of electrical tape is it doesn't get like sticky and wet and like stinky, you no, know, a band-aid when it's wet and you're like, oh, come on. Yeah, that's because band-aids And then band -aids it loses its adhesive. Off. So I was like, here's the thing about band-aids. I can wash you my hands, look, I can do whatever I want. And and it doesn't come off. It doesn't get stinky. Jake, it's it does, great. It doesn't breathe at all. Yeah, it's fine. Why does no, it need to breathe? Band <laughs> Things can't heal if they don't breathe. Well, it wasn't healing anyways, Chris. So I had a band-aid on the one the one question I did have, mm -hmm. like band-aids probably have some sort of FDA approved adhesive on them. Yes. So they don't like cause more damage. Yes. Electrical tape probably is not FDA approved. Probably not. So I'm wondering if the uh the adhesive used. When was on the last this, time you took that electrical tape off? Oh, this is a new one this morning. Oh, fresh electrical tape. This is tape. a fresh electrical tape. Uh, but I'm probably if I do have some sort of weird finger cancer i'm just adding to it i was working on the w114 and i hurt myself i don't remember what i did but uh -huh. i it was i had a band-aid in the in the same spot which is on the first knuckle right first next knuckle. to the fingernail yep, yep and had a band-aid wrapped on there and this is it's like three o'clock in the morning i was doing why are you working on this at three o'clock in the morning because i had to be at the rally in like the next day okay so this, i'm talking oh, about oh the, yeah. the rally car yep. yeah the rally car i was you know working really hard to get it all done and all this, what is your wagon that's a 114 isn't it it's a 123 it's yeah, the evolution it's the next who one who cares it's the next one yep uh-huh <laughs> okay whatever <laughs> i don't know if you're trying to get a rise out of me or what i don't know either it doesn't work so i had this bandit on there and i i had just railed my hand on the cylinder head or something and it was bleeding all over the place yep so i put a band-aid in my hands are pretty fucked up too no stitches but lots of scars and dents. Places and where there should have been stitches had yeah, you problem. had easy access to it. Yeah, lots of super glue. Yeah. You know, lots of super glue and band-aids. Anyway, so I had a band-aid on here. I'm doing work. And I, I my hands are starting to get covered in oil. Yep. And I remember doing something with the timing chain. This is when I was taking everything apart or uh -huh. inspecting for the head gasket having failed. Uh-huh. And I s pulled my hand away. And I watched the Band-Aid in slow motion <laughs> tumble down the timing chain into the abyss. On, onto the, no, onto this little ledge. Okay. Okay, it went onto like this little, little ledge. casting ledge. Yeah, a little catch. I'm like, oh, ooh, I can see it. So then I made like this little hook. Don't you have a grabber? You know what I'm talking? I'm using yeah, three I, fingers I, here. I you don't push know the I, end I in I and did it's find a grab. It. I have like three of those. I, I, 
Yes, but no. I Yes, okay. I have one. Didn't know where it was. Okay. My garage was whoo, wild. Know, I so I made this little hook, and I put like a vice grip on the hook uh-huh. so I could reach farther because it's really tight. Uh-huh. And I shove it down there, and I start to pull it. And it's like, da, da, da. you can hear the music dun, playing. Da, da, da. And then it fell off. And, whoop, went, whoop, whoop, and it went whoop, all the way in. Yep. It went all the way it's in. It's part of the motor now. It was just gone, and it was gone. So I ended up, when I, I had to end up taking the timing chain out anyway. You and did? I did. I did a whole new timing chain on that car. Oh, this is before that. Okay. Yeah, I actually cut the timing chain in half to get the cylinder head off. This it's anyway. So the yeah. the, <laughs> the band aid fell all the way in. I'm so I pull the cylinder head off, and then I've got twice as much access because, or even more, because two thirds of that engine is it's cylinder a head. Big cylinder head. So I got the cylinder head off, and I and I could see it again. Had you run the engine since? Yes. Okay, so yes. it didn't move much. No, it didn't move much. Um, I was like, whatever. I didn't even care. So yeah. I, I pulled it out and ended up getting it out. And it was just and like. put it right back on the finger. <laughs> yeah, right back on there. It was probably more sanitary than your than your, your electrical, electrical tape. tape. But I just, I was worried about it getting into the into the oil pump, you well, know, the pickup yeah. tube. Or, the danger is it would basically block oil flow. That's it. That's the only danger. Because it's not going to hurt anything else. It's a band-aid. No, right. It's not going to, yeah. you know, it's fine. Anyway. That was my, that's my Band-Aid story. So that was like another thing that happened when I was working on that car where I was just like, you've got to be, Son of a- you've got to be kidding me. I think fought you. Come on. Hard. It, it, it is still fighting me. Uh-oh. I'm not even there and it's still fighting me. It's, t- it's tucked under, uh, it's at Stance Works tucked right next to the Model A right now. What is it just, fighting? It, I don't know, but it is. <laughs> right before <laughs> I left. Undoubtedly, it right is be- causing some sort of chaos over there. <laughs> right before I left, the, uh, the hood release cable broke. Oh, so I've got, it's just, yeah, it's something. I know Mike wanted to like look at the car and like yep. maybe do a little bit of filming. Now the hood release cable well, broke. Not going to do that. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it's, that's the car being like, no. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. There's, there's a question. So I was on my way here. I was thinking about some things that we could talk about. One thing that we've always comes up uh-huh. when you, when you want to drive cars is the, is this car you really want to drive. And they uh-huh. always say, don't meet your heroes. Right. right. They okay. don't be sure. your heroes. They always let you down. Yeah. You know, they always let you down. They've yep. always got a flaw. They always, you know, whatever the case may be. It's always great to just go experience a car and you're like, oh, I didn't know what that was like. That's great. But have there have there any been any, any cars that were like, I oh, I cannot wait to see one of these, own one of these, drive one of these. And they're like, Ooh, no. I've got two huh. specific ones and then like a runner up for myself. The first one that came to mind, it's not a great Great example, but uh, years ago, I wanted a 944 Turbo, and I drove a used, like, kind of ratty one, and I was like, all right, coming on boost, coming on boost, coming on boost. That's it. Now you're building one. And now I have one anyways, and there's actually another 944 Turbo in my driveway. Is it Collins? I'm, yeah, it's yep. just, it's been there for a week, and at you're- one point, we had three 944s, not turbos, at my house. That's fantastic. Did you notice that none of the 944s on the rally broke? Or had diesels? <laughs> or had diesels. But they didn't break. All those dudes um, that drove that's around. That's not with- true. That's not true. Hmm? You left before any repairs had to happen. Oh, I see. Yeah. there. I, at least one, he was sitting there with his, like, strut out, like, what do you like? I there's a photo of him, and I vaguely remember this, like showing me the strut, or oh. no, it was the axle. Oh, and he was like, "What do you think?" And I'm like, "That looks <laughs> broken. It is broken." So yeah, there were there were some roadside. What other cars? Repairs. Anything else that comes to mind? <sighs> Not on the spot. What do you have? Maybe I have. I'll okay, so there's myself. there's two cars that are extremely special and very valuable cars that I have driven 
that I was really excited to drive. Yeah. And completely let me down. Okay. So number one is the, is a BMW Alpina B9 3.5. That's a big car. No. Well, B9? It's e- Isn't that the? No, it's an E28. Okay. So uh, it's basically they take the 3.5 liter and they add some stuff. It ends up having around 250 horsepower. Okay. Not that far removed from an M5. Right. But I don't know what it was about that car. They're like 250 horsepower. I don't know what about was about that car, but when I took I took pictures of it for I don't remember I don't remember why I took pictures of it, but um, it was owned by this guy named Harold who has all kinds of really he's got a Z1 too, which is a really yeah. rare like the doors slide into the yep. car. Oh yeah, I remember seeing that. And um, I get into this thing, and it's just a regular five series. And I just was really disappointed. <laughs> because if you think about the E28 M5, that's kind of like reminiscent of the M1 engine. Yeah. You know, it's got the individual throttle bodies. Sure, I got The you. Alpina is just built off the 3.5. It has 250 horsepower, <laughs> but it's you, you think, wow, this thing's got to be it's better. It's going to be even better. It, but it isn't. It looks cool. Isn't It's fine. And they yeah. made like 550 of them or something like that. It's, it's extremely rare car, extremely valuable. Yep. This thing was mint. And I just remember being like, wow, that's it? Yeah. You know, it just didn't really. And the caveat to these two cars is it was at a different time in my car life. Sure. Where I appreciated different things, I think. Uh, just because. <laughs> like what? Like now, back then I was like, why isn't this faster? Uh-huh. Right. What, what? Why isn't this just more? Right. And now I tend to try to take things in the context for which they were right. built. That wasn't as, well, first of all, it was a long time ago. Fast is much different than it was then. It's very subjective. Right. right? Yep. So also, that car wasn't meant to be just like a, a quarter mile drag. No, car. absolutely. You know what I mean? Not. It's a, it's a luxury. It's sedan. a luxury car. It's something that I think would have great livability uh-huh. if you, it had like tall legs and it was, you know, 250 horsepower. You think of like tall 19, legs, the gearbox. Okay. It's, it's, you take big strides with each RPM. Hall gearing or it's got long legs long legs okay yeah i guess and uh so the other car is a like a late 60s i don't remember the year this thing was it was a ferrari 330 gtc yeah and it, it has been stated many many times that this was probably the first ferrari in which you could actually enjoy a radio and i think it's quiet it's quiet it's more okay. refined it's still a v12 so it's probably not the ferrari to get the experience out i remember that. getting into that thing and and i was doing photos for it for bottoms and i had to take pictures yep. of it and my buddy Alex, yep. who we all know, was with me, and Jesse was with me, okay. and neither one of them would drive it because it's like a seven hundred thousand dollar car. Sure, very very expensive car at the time. I don't know what they go for now, but um, I remember getting in there and being like, "Wow, this is a V twelve Ferrari." I could see the cr- the chrome gated shifter, yep. with the black ball on yeah. it, and I'm like, "Holy shit! This Holy is it. shit! This, this is, is a, it! This is it!" I I started up and it runs mint. It's comfortable. It's easy to drive. Like six Webers and on then it. it. And then I go to like drop it into second gear and go. And I was like, I was like, oh no. <laughs> it just didn't, it didn't have well, any power. What, you were like 60s? Late 60s. So yeah. 330 refers to the, like the displacement of yeah, each, three, each single cylinder. Oh, 330 so cc's. 330 cc's per times cylinder 12 times 12. Something. It's four liter, 4.4, whatever it is. It's not a, I think, right? Well, 3.3, you need three of them get to get to one, basically, times four. You're right. Yep. Yeah, about a four liter, four, yep. four something liter. I'm better at math than you, I've discovered. Like, the quick it's math. It's slightly better than, it's slightly less than four, actually. It's right around four. It's like somewhere. 3.9 something. Okay. So, anyway, it wasn't, it didn't feel special. Yeah. It didn't feel, fa- and I remember just being like, ah. Oh. And those weren't, neither one of those were cars that I really wanted to drive and then drove. 
they were just they, cars they, that I happenstance. They right? happenstance into me, and I and they're special, and I drove yep. them, and it was disappointing. And I hmm. think that um, I expected a Ferrari to just be like, yeah, rah, rah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just like rabid like, dog, like just grabbing a Puma and rolling around on the ground with it, right? <laughs> just like just something that was just. Just the, the tendons of it were just stretched out, and you're uh-huh. just like actuating them. You know, just I felt like <laughs> it was, you know, just the sinew should have been tight and twisty. And, and well, just, again, they also made luxury cars. This was the first, yeah, of that mindset, and I think right. that was the problem with it. The other car that I really wanted to drive, and this is kind of a car that I thought would be really, really special, and I wanted to drive it, is a nine forty four. Yeah. Cool car. There's not much. Great driving position. Not, not much to them. No, I, I don't really enjoy driving them. They all need about 100 more horsepower than they have. Well, listen to this. So we can get into my story here in a minute about, well, you, basically, here's here's what's going to happen. We can get into you shaming me and making fun of me for a car that I bought. That should only take about three seconds, but go ahead. Um, But this motor like that I got for the 944 Turbo yeah. that I'm putting let's, in. Let's roll right into it. Okay. So, Jake, what did you do? So I went, okay, as we know, I got the 944 with the diesel in it. Yes. Which I drove. Yeah. And it was okay. It's like basically like a stock 944 as far as power. It's faster. It is actually a little faster. It is definitely faster. Which is ridiculous. (laughs) But anyways, it's just like, it's actually a very nice chassis. And so I was like, well, I'm going to put the motor, the correct motor to it because it also is worth a lot of money then too. The interior is perfect on the car. Interior is mint. The body now is like mint. Yep. It's a good looking, correct car once it has the correct motor in it. Right. So I was looking for a motor. Does anybody in the Porsche community care about numbers matching on stuff like this? On this? I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know that you would... um, think to ask on a car like this you know what i mean it's not special it's not rare or special enough or a nice enough version of the car where someone would even ask right right or wh- when would you ever have heard of yeah i suppose if a motor blew up but anyways yeah no i hope not <laughs> um so i found a guy who had i found two 944 turbo motors one was first of all why are you doing this instead of just either a driving or b selling it as is why are you because I can probably get close to 20 grand with the correct motor and everything sorted. So it's all about money for you. No, but that's it's going to be fun along the way. Okay. We'll what, see. What is your aversion to making money on things? Because because this goes into no, the next I lo- point, I lo- I too. Lo- I love making money on cars. I okay. do it all the time. Okay. <laughs> I do it all the time. Because, A, you drove the diesel, and it's a cool novelty that I drove for a while, and I'm like, this is so terrible. Why would you ever do this to this car? It is. Um. So I'm so bummed that thing didn't make it out to Ruchelos. I know it's it's it would have been terrible. It would have been so terrible. I, <laughs> hey, the one you could have driven anywhere you wanted because it was a diesel. With you could have went. I could have gone up to the station. That's you right. Went into the secret areas. Yes. Yeah. Um, the one thing I wanted to do with that car was go to the Porsche only concourse car show here in Minneapolis, and yeah, I did it. And did I just it. rattled in there. Remember, and when everyone I, was like <gasps> appalled, clutching their pearls. Remember when I disconnected your fuel center yeah. and you were about to sell the car to me for like five bucks? <laughs> I was very start. frustrated. <laughs> or the, the well, though it's funny as it started, you didn't think it was going to start because i know this the fuel stops solenoid it like it, it stops halfway 
Right. So what what happened? These cars are mechanical diesels. They're mechanically injected. Mechanical fuel injections. The only way to stop it is to basically just put a valve that shuts off fuel. And it's magnetic. Yep. It's a little magnetic plunger with a spring on it. Yep. So you send voltage to it. It goes yoink. And it pulls the plunger up and allows fuel to pass through. And in mine, I've replaced it three times. Still only goes about halfway. Oh, man. Anyways. Um, I found one motor that they wanted like six grand for just the nine, five, one motor mm-hmm. somewhere. And I was like, could still make that work. Cause you pay like $4 for the car. Right? Correct. $4. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, and then I found a dude on eBay who had this thing listed for a while. Shows just a picture of this ratty nine for four turbo. It says motor for sale, like 1700 bucks or something like that. I was like that one. Mm-hmm. So I messaged the guy, messaged the guy weeks on end. What the heck, what is up with this guy? I, is he just bad at communicating? Well, I realized everyone had messaged him oh. just like kicking the tires or whatever. Like, you yep. want to sell a whole car? You want to sell it? Yep. So I tracked him down via his username and then I found him on Instagram and like stalked him there and finally got to him. And he, so he's like, yeah, I got the car. I'm going to do an LS swap. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, guy. So he had it at a shop down in Texas and he like doesn't do any of his own work. So he's sure. like, so I'm paying the shop to pull the motor out and put an LS in. Okay, so then I figured out who the shop was and just started talking to them. Yep. And shout out to Hugh, coolest dude. We're best buds now after Who's this Hugh? adventure. He is one of the owners of the shop. What shop is this? M&P Automotive Services. Okay, so Hugh from M&P. Yep. Awesome dude. He wants to come up and visit. He listens oh, cool. to the podcast. He, he like follows us everywhere. Super cool dude. Um, so anyways, I work out the deal where I'm going to get the motor. The shop has to pull it out of the car because it's still in the car. Well, it's and, nice to have a shop do it instead of just grabbing like a wire cutter and going snip and just. Well, and I told him like, this is going to go back in a car. So I need the harness intact yep. from the firewall and I need the ECU. And he's like, I got it, man. And he did it. And he felt bad that like he stripped some of the harness like casing off. Oh. I was like, man, no, don't, this is, this is awesome. This is so awesome. How much are your car on the, on your car? How much of the harness is there? What do you have to do? <sighs> is this harness um, Something that is a fuse box where it plugs in and out? Yes. So Luckily, it does. Okay. So, basically, the dude just, like, cut every wire in the engine bay and just put the diesel in it. Okay. So, it's so all just wires just hanging there? Kind of. Yeah. I can backtrack it, and what I have on the motor should be, like, 99% of what I need. That's good. Yes, it is. So, okay. Motor down there. Good. Solid. Got this deal done. Look at shipping the motor back. Shipping rates are ridiculous because yes. of diesel prices. Mm-hmm. It's going to cost me like two grand just to ship the thing. Three grand to ship the thing. Okay. Well, I'll just go down there. Well, that seems ridiculous. I just had a car shipped back. I'm having the Mercedes It's shipped about back. the same to ship a motor as a car. It, yeah, I suppose. For whatever reason. Um, so I was like, okay, I'll fly down there for 200 bucks and either rent a U-Haul and bring it back. Or I was kind of joking with Hugh, the mechanic. I was like, or I'll buy like a, an old pickup and just throw it in that and bring it back. And, and then he, you called me up and go, hey, man, can I take the GoPros? We'll, yeah. make, we'll make a great movie. I'm yes. going to do this cool thing. It's yes. going to be awesome. I'm like, yes, yes that was the thought. That's going to be awesome. We can have this great film of you going to do this thing, get this truck going and put the thing in it. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. So um, I get a call like a couple weeks before... Well, whatever. It was a few weeks ago. And Hugh goes, all right, man, I hope you're serious about the C10 thing because I bought you your truck. Oh, my God. That's how this started. So I didn't know about this truck. So he, goes, he buys the I truck bought you the truck. <laughs> okay. How much did he spend on this truck? Four, over four grand. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I was like, sweet. That's awesome. And he's what like, is this truck? 
It is a 1984 C10 two-wheel drive. It's a square body, long box, not super desirable with the factory 350 in it. I like these things. Auto. But it's but it's a long tree. wheel, long, long, long box. Bag. Yeah, it's just not, it wouldn't be my pick, but I was yep. like, you know what? This is going to be great. Rust-free truck in Texas. I'll drive yep. it up and just sell it immediately. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And What color is it? It is gold. Okay, cool. Nah. Not cool. The other thing is, it didn't have any cool patina. It had been resprayed gold. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I'm looking at one for sale here that's super mint uh-huh. for $19,000. Yeah, that sounds about right. Wow. Okay, so these are pretty desirable trucks. Just C10s in general are. That one's probably like a resto mod or something. No, it's, look, it's just LS all stock. It. Just all stock. Okay. Well, that's cool too then. Numbers matching. You care <laughs> about that on that thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't and, even think And so he's that. like, well, the drive shaft is cut. There's no drive shaft in it. He goes, so at the very least, I'm going to get you a drive shaft. Sweet. He goes, it's also not running. Do you want me to try to get it running? He goes, honestly, I know nothing about these trucks. I go, I don't want to, I was like, to be honest, I don't want to pay your labor rates to have you futz around on this thing. And we had talked before. He's like, you can use my shop when you get down here. Right. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to come down. These are simple trucks. I'm going to get it going. I've worked on these before. I know what I'm doing. But if you could get the drive shaft, that's what I need from you. Right. So he hustles around, gets a drive shaft, gets it in. We fly in, me and Colin. I pay for his ticket to go down. And we get there Friday morning, get in at like 11, where we see Lloyd from um, Yellowstone. What? You know the character Lloyd? Which he's, one's he's, Lloyd? He's the one with the big handlebar mustache. Oh, no older, kidding. gruff guy. Yeah, he's limping around. Yep. He was limping around the airport with his black cowboy hat and his car hard on. Like, he does not play a character. No, he, he plays actually, himself. Yeah, he is, uh, he is like himself. a wrangler yes, in real is. life. Yes. Yeah. So I saw Lloyd. And I was going to get anything. I was going to get a selfie, but he was on the phone. So I was like uh, waiting. And then as soon as like he got off the phone, he just walked to his car. Yeah. And I was like, ah, Lloyd. And just nothing. nothing. <laughs> All right. So we get out to the shop, meet Hugh. He's awesome. And he's like, all right, you want to see your truck? I was like, let's go. And so I see it and I'm like, yep, that's what the photo looked like. Okay. And I open the hood and I'm like, ooh boy. So it's just a standard carbureted V8, right? No, it's, uh, well, yes, it's a 350, but someone like started to either hot rod it because it's got aftermarket valve covers, aftermarket Albrock intake manifold that wasn't bolted on. This sounds like a bonus. It has a four barrel Holly that was lightly bolted on. The throttle linkage isn't hooked up. Sounds easy so far. Um, all of the ignition wiring wasn't in there. I went to turn the distributor and it just came out. Like it's not connected. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, well, let's, he's got a charger on the battery. The way he's starting it to make sure it turn over is there's just a wire coming from the starter that he like looped next to the battery. Yep, so he just, just touches that to the, to the battery terminal. Okay. And so it's got compression. Cool. And then we're like, all right, well, let's hook up like to make sure the coil is getting power. And I realized right out of this aftermarket distributor with a coil on distributed HEI GM style ignition, um, there's just two wires cut coming out of the distributor. Okay. Okay. So we're going to need to do some wiring, uh, need an air filter. There's nothing I mean, on the carb. Technically, you should be able to get that thing wired up with lamp cord in about 20 minutes. Correct. That was our thought. So I started doing the GoPro thing. I'm doing selfies, like just talking about what's going on. Yep. I was going to rig it up on the hood and get things going. I was going to do a time lapse of us like working on the truck. Yep. So Hugh is awesome. He goes, yeah, man, tosses me the keys to his lifted Tacoma. He goes, go to the auto parts store, get lunch, whatever you need. Because 
every auto parts store in the entire nation has everything you need to get the truck yes. running. Yep. So we got a fuel pump. We got fuel filters. We got air cleaner. We got a blanket for the seat. The bench seat looked like it wasn't just a mouse ate it. It was like you were in there very hungry and ate out the entire seat cushion. Okay. So, so it's also not a comfortable place to be. Okay. Um, and I forget what else we, I spent like should've three just, or $400 at got the a beaded, parts store. Beaded seat cover. I, I looked for a Mexican blanket. Yeah. We went to a thrift store even. Uh, and they're like, yeah, no, we throw those out. Dang. I was like, ah! <laughs> so I picked up like this random blanket and I told Nikki, I was like, yeah, we got the blanket. We did all this. And she goes, you realize that's the number one cause of people getting bed bugs is used blankets. She's like, burn that thing right now. Yikes. Oops. So out with the blanket. Yep. No, I cuddled it for a while the rest of the weekend. <laughs> uh, really itchy over here for some reason. So we get back and we're like, all right, where do we start? And it was kind of, to be honest, just a little demoralizing because we started like replacing things. And I realized there is zero, there's no wires in the truck. Like there is nothing. Even if we were able to get it limping, running around the parking lot after maybe eight hours of work to get it going. Yep. So we still didn't have any lights. We didn't have any gauges. Yeah, but you're driving up 35. Have... You don't have to do you know, anything. Oh, you don't need headlights on 35. What? Just drive. Just when it gets dark, just pull over. <laughs> you don't need brake lights on just 35. Look, just all you have to do is You don't need don't. turn signals on 35. You don't. You literally don't. You okay. All you had to do is go to Home Depot, Here's... get a light switch, and wire a battery. Just, you could. So, okay. so easy yes. to just yes. hook up lights. Here's the other thing, Chris. I kind of realized as I'm going through this process and spending money at the parts store and I get back there, I don't really want this truck. What? Just because you don't, you're not in love with the truck. I, it's not worth it to me. So here's for the, the truck here. When I was making fun of you and yes. I, and I was, I was ruthless. Yes, you were. I, was I got ruthless. some comments like, are you okay, man? Like directly to me. <laughs> I was ruthless. And like the people who are on my side, like my dad's like, that Chris is such an asshole. I, I, I was like, it's it's a bit. Yeah, like, it's part, part of it. it, people have to understand it's the back and forth. Yes. That's entertaining. Yes. Yes. But yes, you were ruthless. I was ruthless. <laughs> and I meant every word. I know you did. And that's fine. Uh, here's the thing is... You have changed my mind a little bit okay. because I thought this was a truck that you picked out. No. That was something oh, that yeah. I never so you knew. you didn't get this. Yeah. So I, that, that changes, kind of changes everything I, I, because yeah. you're, you're kind of given a shit sandwich and told to eat it. A little it's bit. not like you ordered your own sandwich and decided you didn't want it anymore. Right. There's a big difference. Yeah. There. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that doesn't now that said uh -huh. that doesn't make your choice of alternative vehicle any better. Well, here's the thing. Uh, once we realized that either this is going to take us really long time to get going or we need to figure out some alternative solution. Here, okay, how much time have you spent in Dallas suburbs? None. Everything is so far apart. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, auto start parts stores just over there. 30 minutes. That's my house. Oh, that's such and such right over there. An hour. Yeah, but you live in like suburban retail it's hell. It's delightful. No, it's Everything's not. Everything's right it's there. Awful. It's right It's there. terrible. Absolutely Anyways, horrible. Anyways, Dallas is much worse. So we're like, okay, either we sleep at the shop or, well, here's, here's with what your, happened. With your gross blanket in the yeah, back of the yeah, truck. Yeah, cuddling the blanket. <laughs> no, Colin has a sister who lives in a Dallas suburb mm -hmm. and he hadn't seen her for years. So he's like, well, let's go hang out with her. We can get dinner or something together. I was like, great. That gives me time to make a plan. Because right. I started at when I was like, when I got back, I was demoralized. I realized I didn't really want the truck anyways to put yep. all that much effort into it. I started calling U-Hauls. I was like, well, I 
the guy bought the truck for me, so I'm going to load it on a trailer, and we're going to go north. A trailer, first of all, you can't get a U-Haul truck or van. Anywhere. Well, no, you can't get a pickup or a van one way. You have to either take a U-Haul pickup or van and give it back to the destination you rented it from. Same for Penske, same for all these big rental places. That wasn't always the way it was. It Things have changed a lot. Yes, because, it did. Yeah. So, Availability okay. is so poor. So now I'm stuck with a 12-foot box van that there's one available in the Dallas area on Saturday at 11 a.m. All right. Plus a trailer, which isn't available except for this other side of the city. So I'm, are you attempting right now to draw the line to an Audi A4 Avant? Is that what we're doing? No, I'm just telling you my process. The A4 was never planned. Okay. I'm just, I, I want to know the, 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 the here's, here's what, here's where I'm drawing. I'm getting, I'm getting a little um, nervous and a little, what's the word? Like I, I need to, I'm frustrated, but I need to be back Monday. Right. So I'm getting a little, yeah, anxious like I'm, I can't get a trailer. I can't get a truck. I could rent a 12 foot box van to either flat tow this truck behind and put a motor in the back. That's where I'm at right now. Yep. Or I'm like, well, could buy another different vehicle down here. And also Nikki was like, here rent. Oh, Hugh was like, dude, call Menards, rent one of their trucks, $20 an hour. And so I call him. I was like, do I have to return it at the same store? They're like, yes. Why? What are you trying to do? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that would have been genius. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so then I call the airport, like rent enterprise, rent a truck or whatever, and yeah. rent a car. And I was like, I was, I actually, here's the thing. I booked a Chevy Spark. I booked a Chevy Spark. To put the motor. To in. put the motor in the back. And Colin's like, that won't fit. I was like, I don't care. We got ratchet straps. It's a hatchback. I'm just going to lean out. it in the back yep. in a tarp. And just kind of strap it in. I I, I rented that. Yes, that's, I didn't that's, pick it up, but I rented it. That's how kind of like I was getting I was getting desperate. Right. And so, so at this his, time, oh, I was gonna. Here's where I was going with everything being so far apart. So his sister was nice enough to drive an hour down to the shop. Hold on, pick just us a, up. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why did when you first saw the truck, did you just go, whoa, whoa, whoa? I don't like this truck because I felt committed. You felt bad for Hugh. Yes, 100%. This dude you went out of guy. his way. Well, he liked us. We were like, we were already buds instantly. He went out of his way to pick up a truck for me. Mm -hmm. He like went above and beyond with pulling all the parts out of the car. Yeah. He's like, yeah, man, take this, take that. You're going to need this. Like, you know, the owner won't need this. You take didn't, didn't want to leave him there. in the lurch. Not at all. And so we're... We're out, so yeah, You're Colin's sister, sister. Colin's yep. sister drove an hour down, and she's our only means of transport. So as I'm looking at vehicles, everything is an hour plus away from where we are. I was like, either I'm going to spend $200 on an Uber to go look at a car I probably won't want, or it has to be right here where Colin's sister can get us there, like quick, and I'm not a burden to her. So all of the vehicles you sent me that would have been rad, like an old Chevy like van, yep. three hours away. So So what? What do you mean? So what? How am I going to get there? Just go. go I don't understand. How? Go how? It's take take an Uber. Uh huh. Or take a train. Uh huh. Or a bus. Well, I looked or at whatever the case. <laughs> I, I don't understand. This 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 all seems like reasonable. Get on a bike and pedal your ass over there to look at that van that it you're not going to buy. It all seems fairly reasonable to me. I know. If the original inception was to do something cool and film it. This all sounds like it's I gave getting, up on that. It, I, I know, gave up on that. I know, but it all sounds like it's getting cooler 
for that. <laughs> in terms of what everybody wants to see. Right. Nobody wants to see you go down there, hop into a running truck, and bring the motor home. Nobody right. cares. Yeah, they no, do, I get that. They do want to see you spend an entire Here, day trying to get it to run. Yeah. Not get it run. Try to find something else. Go look at a Chevy Spark. Try to put the motor in. It doesn't fit. <laughs> then you go to call up Menards. You're on Menards. And, nope. Guess that's not going to This I is the, should have filmed this it. This is yes. Uh, the other thing is, except for the fact that you got to the point where you bought an bought an Audi, yeah. and everybody would have xed out so fast it yes, would make your head correct. spin. Two two things. Two points. I was planning for an adventure, but like a Jake level adventure, not, not Bra- a Brandon, not Brandon, not Chris Brandon. Yeah. No. The other thing. That I forgot. Brandon was so ruthless. Oh too. my god! Yeah. The video he posted of him just knocking the chair that over. That was pretty funny. Yeah, it's almost your as- book of excuses was the best though. <laughs> Even people that were like, "Oh, Chris is an asshole," they're like, but that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was really. Good. It was really funny. Oh, I forgot. I remember the second thing is I don't like filming. I just hundred percent. Like I like it? started doing it. I was like, "Screw this! This is a lot of work. It I don't does. like." I I just gave up. It gets in the way. Didn't like any of it. It's hard. Didn't yeah. want to do it. Yep. Now imagine doing that with every project that you do for about the last five years. Yep. Nope. Not me. Not my thing. <laughs> That's fine. That's all right. Um, so yeah, finally carting away. I, I talked to Hugh during this and I'm like, look, man, let's come to some agreement. I'll pay for half the truck. Like I'm just, this isn't what I was expecting. I'm sorry. Like, dude, I, you did so much for me. Yeah. He's like, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. I'll figure it out. I'll sell the truck. Don't worry about it. So I gave him a, a nice bonus yep. monetarily yep. because he let me just walk away from it, which is just awesome. So did you know that this was the truck you were going to get when you got down there? Or how did you mess up not knowing what you were getting yourself into? Well, you look at photos and you go, sure, that thing looks like I could probably get it running. Was there a picture of the engine compartment? Yeah. I don't understand. How did because you not it know? It wasn't until I got into it and like, okay, step one. Get spark. Oh, wait. We trace all the wiring back. There is no wiring. Why didn't you just go to, like, the, the garden store and buy a lawnmower ignition switch and put it in there? <laughs> the garden store? I don't know. It's just like you just I, get an ignition yes, switch. I it could just... have done that, but then guess what? I'm, like, I have a truck coming home that I don't want, that I don't need another project for, for more money that I probably would have wanted to spend anyways. So, in the end, I look at, like, two other crappy cars, and that's where I'm also, like, Okay, two zero for two now on looking at cars as like alternatives just to get home. Yeah. I'm not gonna run all over Dallas, you know, hours at a time on the off chance one might be worth buying. So found this A4. It's I know you can cringe all you want. It's it here's the thing. It's a boring car. It's boring. It had zero surprises. It's in great shape. It is a rust-free A4 that I got for a hell of a deal. Quattro, heated leather seats, automatic three liter, not inspiring at all. Have zero interest in modifying it, which Colin's like, yeah, if this was a 1.8T with a manual, you already would have suspension and wheels on it. It is the opposite of what you went there for. Correct. Okay. That's fine. So I'm basically right the whole time about everything okay sure if that's what you need to get out of it no i'm just asking am, am i complete? right about what that it's a super boring car yeah and it has no story whatsoever sure and it's a, it's the total opposite of the reason you went down there the only reason i went down there is to get the 951 motor no because you could have just you could have just shipped it back for 1500 bucks or two grand and been done with it you wanted the, to have an adventure the other reason Here, I, here's what happened 
you started to walk across the river, uh-huh. and you got about a third of the way across the river. Uh, went, holy I shit! This like water's this moving pretty fast. I don't like this river. This water's moving pretty fast. This, this is not. This you know water's pretty good. Oh shit! My boots are filling up with water. You know, I better <laughs> turn back. Oh my god! And then you went for the shore, and you huddled by the fire with your little life-covered A4. blanket yep, and the life <laughs> <laughs> and gave up. You know what's great about this show, Chris? Variety of interest and opinion. That's not fun to me. Being like stranded on the side of the road in some truck you don't want that you pay too much money for that you may or may not get running and may or may not back it make it back in time. That's not fun. Think about the show Yellowstone. Uh-huh. Okay, what if you started watching Yellowstone and nobody died? Uh-huh. The the Kevin Costner character was a really nice guy. I did, the yes, son to didn't, watch the son didn't murder his father. To watch boring. To live, you don't want any of that to actually happen. But Jake, <laughs> life is all about creating memories and stories. Uh-huh. It is. It's about crossing and getting the other side of the river and going, wow, I I really didn't want to do that. You can't grow if you don't cross the river. Well, this was a small if, step. Of what? I don't know. Backwards? No, no I'm to just saying. I, I don't, I don't, what, are, what adventure had I done before? I'm not the big adventure guy. You know, you, you're the one that already says, just just do something a little bit outside your comfort zone. Was this, this was out, it. This was it. That was outside your comfort zone? Sure, yeah. All right, I'll give it to you. If, right. If, if, if you feel like you grew a little bit, which would be good for you. I, I got boots on now. It's officially out of Birkenstock season here. Thank God. Well, how big are the heels on those? That doesn't count as growing. I mean, grow as a person, not grow in stature. <laughs> as long as you feel like you grew in stature a little bit, we'll let it slide. Thank you. And I will take Brandon with me instead of you. That's if fine. If I go yeah, to do some, fun some martyrdom, yep, not some martyrdom fun. stories. Zero, zero fun. All right. So I got a couple uh, couple questions before, from- Before you do that, let's take a moment to talk about our sponsor, Petrolbox. Yes, let's do it. I see you're wearing their t-shirt. I am. So I was like, instant reminder. I think at this point, I could wear a different t-shirt for like two weeks. Yes. Petrobox. Awesome. Every single month, you get a t-shirt, you get cleaning supplies, you get some sort of cool tool that you didn't know you needed until you're like, oh, all my miscellaneous sockets now can go in the socket organizer that I got. Yeah. That I wouldn't have bought otherwise, but it's awesome. You know what's interesting is every time I get a tool that I already have, uh-huh. I put it in my kid's toolbox for the toolbox I'm building for them. That's cool. So they have their own little toolbox with some pliers and the yep. socket organizer and stuff like that. Actually, I've been using some of their tools that I put in their toolbox because my good tools uh-huh. are in the 911. <laughs> my backup tools are in the Mercedes. Uh-huh. So I'm just like... Holy! <laughs> everything I everything I'm I have right now is like 17 chrome vanadium. Doesn't oh, yeah. even have oh, a brand. Oh yeah, there's exactly. no brand. It's just all <laughs> gone. So Petrobox is an awesome subscription service made specifically for the automotive enthusiast, the car girl or car guy in your life. Makes a great gift. It really does. This is something you should get for a month or two or a whole year for someone you'd like. It's as little as $19.95 a month. Yes, it is. Uh, There's also the Petrobox Premium for $39.95 a month. Gets you even more gear. Check them out at mypetrolbox.com and use the code OVERCREST. That'll get you a discount on your first month's order. Okay, the whole reason I started talking about the 951 and we were like, oh, it's kind of disappointing. Yes. Well, that block holds... 420 horsepower without opening it up. 
Oh, so there's some potential there to do some stuff. I'm going to do there a lot is, of stuff with it because I have a, just a stripped this, motor. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold what? on. What? The whole point of this is so you could get a motor so you could sell the car and make some cash. Well, yeah, but I also want to like build it and have fun and then sell it. Okay. Because just, I have, just here's the thing. I have so much room to still make back money. Oh, yeah. You, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I yeah. could put ten grand at this motor and still be fine. Yeah, and totally, be totally fine. So, I'm going to build it up to, like, 380 wheel. You'll probably really enjoy it. I, I don't like boosted power very much. No, but, I still but think it, it'll, it'll be, be cool in this chassis. It will. It will. So, my, uh, I drove the Mercedes after the rally from, uh, basically, where were we? Grangeville. All the way yes! to, to Los Angeles. Well, at first I drove it to Nevada uh-huh. to hang out with Jess. Uh-huh. And then I drove it to LA and I had to push start it the, the entire, entire time. way. I, everyone was asking me as we push started, you would go, wait, where is he going? Yeah, he's going to LA. How? I push started it over and over Jesus. again. It, it was. Did you like leave it running at gas stations? And I, I would, but there was a. Uh, the the manifold was broken, uh-huh. so there was always like this vacuum leak, so it would always just die if I left it. So actually, <laughs> you can't even do that. So I had like a stick uh-huh. that I would wedge onto the oh, gas pedal no. to keep You're it running. Idle. Yeah, to keep it running oh, a little bit goodness. more, and and that would fall off. So then I'd come back, and it would be off. I'm just See, like, and this is this adventure is, that I wouldn't find fun. This is this is what's even better. Yeah, but I get to tell a story now. So this is what's even better. Is somewhere along the way the radiator fan relay died. Okay. So he, what is my issue? I have to leave it running. Oh, but I can't because there's no radiator fan. Yeah. So I had to, I would <laughs> So I would have to get out of the car. Uh-huh. I'd have to st- put the stick on it. I made a little jumper thing. Oh, I go so over and I jumper the hood, you jumper jump. the relay. <laughs> shut the hood and there was a couple of times where I completely forgot. And it's just pegged and, and on it's just, red. Oh, it was like water temperature 250 degrees, Oof. 240 degrees for like you know, 20 seconds or whatever. Else. Yeah. I'm like, this thing just blew a head gasket last Again, week. Again, yeah. I'm like, oh my God. But I would start driving the tempo just, I flushed the radiator. I did all kinds of stuff. I had yeah, water. I know you did. You know what works really good? Water wetter. Water wetter. I've heard Incredible. that from Not like a sponsor. Five, five people in the last week. Incredible. The oh, whole, the whole rally. In Texas, that's why. The They're whole, like, we don't run antifreeze. Everything's water wetter. I never went above 200 degrees the entire rally. Never. Wow. Flogging on it. Beating on it, elevation, mountain climbs with the thing, floor to the peg to the floor, 190. Boom. Done. You were shuffling that car, by the way. Yeah, I was, will tell you. Yeah. I was I, all, I was all over you. I was, yeah. Well, I no, I was behind you in the 911 as yep. we were doing some cruises. Yep. And I was like, how is that thing so heavy and just defying physics well, in front he, of here's me? Here's the deal. Do you see my story about weighing it? No. I weighed the car at a truck stop. Okay. What do you think it weighs? 28. 32, something like that. Well, make up your mind. 3,000. It. So I went on the scale and it said 3,150. Okay. With me, all my stuff, yeah. all the overcrest stuff, and a full tank of fuel. So probably 2,700 to 2,800 pounds. So that's not that it's heavy. It's not a heavy car. And you have big contact pads. I have big tires and I have, and it's lowered with Bilstein's and every single bushing is new. Yeah. That thing, that thing doesn't have any uh, any sway bars, does it? Yeah, it does. Oh, does it? It has okay. sway bars. This is a really modern car for oh. what it is. Okay. Mercedes went all out, and that car drives extremely well. Yeah, the, the driving, it, it needed a bigger wheel. For some reason, it seemed strange being in a 350-millimeter wheel yeah. in such a big car. Yeah, it's not that big. 
it coming from a 911. Yes. So when I got in, <laughs> so when I got in and drove your car, uh-huh. everything was much smaller, tighter. Yeah, you know, like yep. you know, it just everything felt like a little like my Mercedes has never done a good job with shifter feel. Yes, like the shifter feel is like it's all new. Right, but it just still but feels. It's like, whoa, yeah, it's whoa. you're moving actual rods instead of a linkage. It's not direct into the transmission, whatever. Yeah, so that part's not great. But in terms of overall driving, that car impressive. It's really it it does extremely well. It I'm really really sounds really, all of the goods. It does sound all of the good. And when it does, when I got finally got it running well uh-huh. after the rally uh-huh. at stance works i replaced there was a huge vacuum leak okay one of the one of the manifolds cracked because it was yep. banging against a cross member because the motor mounts are basically jello jello pudding you know they're just did you replace gooey. those yeah but they're okay. just yeah i don't know i gotta just do hockey pucks i think yep, exactly just drill out some hockey pucks for it um it's the problem with the car is that the gearbox is really tall. Yeah. So if you get it, the thing revs. So I've revved it out to about seven. Yep. So you rev it up to about seven shift and you're, and you're doing fine. And it, and it's okay. fun to drive when you can keep the revs up. Yeah. But if you, I mean, if you don't, if you shift it, if like you're six, bogging it, there's not much there. There's nothing there. So you yeah. really have to keep the revs way up, which with the carbs is, is great. You can do that. It's just, it does need a set of cams, which do, I'm probably going to order. Could you do a different rear end gear? <laughs> What's funny is I did uh-huh. to lower it to 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 give it some longer legs. I put a different rear well, end. Well, that was in the it. opposite direction. I know, but that was before. <laughs> and of course, I just like I chucked the differential. Oh. I was trying. I'm trying not to hoard so much shit. Uh-huh. So I threw the differential away. Uh huh. And now I need it, which is why I didn't need another project truck. I didn't want. Oh, I just have so much. I going have six on. vehicles now. Yeah, you're, you're. Well, no, you don't. Yes, I do. What do you have? I have an Audi A4. I have a Chevy C10. The C10 is your dad's. Half. So you have five I'm and a half primary cars. name on the title. Plus, okay, five motorcycles then. Count that how you want to. See, so this is, is becoming it's your own fault. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. that's fine. Okay. You have too many vehicles. I do too. I have five or six. Yeah. Which is, it's just too much. I have Trooper 911, which we can talk about a little bit if you want, because that's where well, are we on time? It doesn't matter. This is a podcast, not a radio <laughs> show. It's about 45 minutes. We're, okay. we're good. We, we have plenty of time. So I've got the, the Trooper, which I needs to get worked on, the W123, the W114, Just say my 911. the wagon and the rally car, because I don't know or want to care about these numbers. Okay, so I've got the rally car, the wagon, the 911, the Trooper, and the Golf R. That's five. Yep. What about Ed's Benz? It's gone. Oh, good. Yeah, as Ben's got towed away. I gave it to the guy that bought the engine that I took out of the white car. You're like, do you car. also want a whole car? I was like, you know, this seems like a great <laughs> opportunity to get this shit out of my yard, which sucked because I did end up needing parts. Yeah. And, I'm, and I had to go over go over there and be like, hey, can I have, yep. hey, can I have this, this yep. thing? You know, where it turned out to be such a nightmare. Anyway, so I pushed started the thing all the way there. Yeah. And when I was there, I, I, uh, I took the manifold off. Okay. And it had been um, leaking at where the manifold meets the head. Oh, so there was some. So for the the beta manifolds, we I bought another one of those because it had cracked. Yeah, made a couple. Uh, Alex and I just had to make a couple changes. Okay, and it'll be and it'll be fine. Right now, it's fine. It runs right. Okay, runs so really you well. have a modified version now. Yeah, so I have another one that I'm going to take out there with me. Some different velocity stacks Ooh. because everybody's like, "Wow, that thing broke already," and I go, uh. "Okay, guy, listen." <laughs> I just drove this thing 2,000 miles. Uh-huh. Maybe, actually, I probably drove it almost 3,000 miles. And these are all shakedown miles. Don't give me this 
already shit. Well, no, because that, a lot it's of people will finish will finish a project car and they'll drive it three thousand miles in three years. Right. I drove it 3,000 miles the day after I finished the freaking thing. Well, it's, so it's quit giving me shit wow. that the thing broke down. Settle down. No, people were like, oh, it broke down already. Yes, yeah, screw that? you. Just social media, Instagram, people that want to get punched in the mouth in person. I think the bigger difference, and this is the, the angle you need to take, is these are all shakedown miles. I'm just not a pussy about shaking it down, and I actually drove it across the country. I did. I, I drove the absolute shit out of it. I, I saved nothing. Yeah. I drove it as hard as I possibly could at all times. Yeah. And it did really, I think, really, really well. Right. So you make a couple improvements here and boom. It's done. Yep. Yeah. It's it's basically it needs almost nothing now. Everything yeah. everything worked. All the brakes still worked. <laughs> the, the, the transmission still works. Everything works. I beat the hell out of it. You know, it got hot. It got cold. It's, 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 everything works. There's nothing really anything that was else just to fix. Sealing. Sometimes you have to, you know, you have to heat, heat, go through heat cycles yeah, on things. Yeah, absolutely. You just sealed it really well. It, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it and it did admirably well considering yes, it what it was given. It's so. much faster than I thought it'd be. That Is was it? my main thing. Yeah, it's it's a moment. Just car. watching you drive it. Yeah, it's a I wasn't car, driving but. it hard, but yeah. Good. I had I had no problem keeping up with anybody in any twisty roads. Right. I was right on them. Yeah, that's impressive. And it was and it was a and it was a good time. One thing that I did experience is the the way that I had the headlight relay hooked up okay. is you have you know the little ceramic pill fuses. Yeah, they're now plastic. Yes. So if they get hot enough, they, they just melt. They melt. Uh huh. They don't blow the fuse. Really? They just melt. That sucked. That's the mode of failure. That was the mode of failure. So I had to take the the. So you just have dripping plastic down no, your fuse box. No, it's just kind of tacos. Okay. So I had to take the the spring that holds the fuse, uh-huh. and I had to loosen it way up. Oh, so it other, do that. Didn't just taco the fuse. So that was well. That's what it's doing. It's just I turning it. into a yeah, little yeah, taco banana situation. Taco banana. So while I was out there, I met with, uh, hung out with Mike, and do that Ferrari. Yeah, the K-Swap yeah, Ferrari. Hung out with him for a little bit. and How's that coming along? It's it's He's got to get it done in very, very short amount of days. Everybody should go check out the progress. He just What's the do- deadline? Um, SEMA. Yeah. Yeah, so he, boy, he's really coming up on it. It's soon. When and is SEMA? I don't even know. I have no. We should go. I know. We haven't gone yet. Yeah, we should go. Maybe next, next year. year. Yeah, maybe yeah. next year we'll go. Actually, this year would be really nice. Um, no, I don't want to leave home anymore. I want to stay home for a while. Anyway, it's kind of so where I'm at. You're going to Luft uh, this weekend. I am. I just, I this weekend. can't seem to stay home. I was just in Vermont. Anyway, so I hung out with Andrew Ritter t- as well. Yep. And him and I, uh-huh. and this is just kind of a funny story, which is the only reason I'm, I'm telling this. Okay. We just said, where do you want to go? What do you want to do? And yep. I'm like, I don't know. What do you want to do? Let's go over to Mercedes Classic and check it out. Check out Mercedes. Mercedes Classic is in. Sure. Yeah, okay, cool. Hop in the car. It'll be cool to bring this car over there, right? Yeah. Get over there. Park it, walk inside, look around a little bit, big windows. You look in the shop, you can kind of look at the cars. Walk over to the lady, I'm like, hey, is it possible that we could go, you know, meet some of the guys in the shop? She goes, no, that's why we have the windows. They're big so you can look in. (gasps) And I'm like, holy shit, that's a big fuck you, isn't it? Yeah, I was like, wow, Um, okay, and we left. And then I got a bunch of DMs from people. Dude, because I posted that. We were that posted some pictures. Yeah. They're like, oh, I was working. That was me working oh, on that car. That's me right there. Why didn't you say sucks. something? I'm like, well, Hansel or whatever her name is, <laughs> or Gretel, said we couldn't. We were not allowed to. We had to just look through the windows like yeah. some sort of, you know. And I'm not going to just be like, I have a podcast. I have <laughs> social media. Do you know who I am, I'm madam? I'm not going to do that. I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> if they don't want me in here, then, then screw it. 
But it was the it was the most <laughs> thing that yeah. I've experienced in a in a long time. Anyway, that's frustrating. So that's where the car is. I'm flying out to Luft on the sixth, which is yep. I don't know what day that is. Friday. That's Thursday. In, yeah, three days. Thursday. So if you're out there, two days. Yeah. Uh, look us up. Uh, so I want to talk a little bit about uh, the Overcrest store and the Drivers Club. We should. We should. So we have a bunch of stuff for sale in the store right now. Yes. One thing that I haven't done an ad campaign for is our new hat. That is in the store. And you guys know how much I hate people's headlights. <laughs> there is, if you're tired of being blinded, if you're tired of, of pulling up to Cars and Coffee and seeing headlights that look like they were taken off of an arachnid and shoved into a headlight bucket, uh-huh. there is a hat for you. It says, I hate your headlights. That hat is in the store. Wear it proud. Wear it proud. We've got the Concourse Loser is still in there. You know what? Also, if you're an LID uh, or LED connoisseur, you could wear it uh, ironically. Yes, yeah. There's something, <laughs> there's something for everyone. Also, these the Drivers Club, if, yeah. you, uh, if you want to spend to show you can sign up at overcrest.com overcrest production overcrest production.com what is overcrest.com They're, they still don't want to give it to me is it, was it just like some dead page like a dead I landing page what it is yeah we gotta get that him. we should we should do it yeah. anyway we uh, need overcrest more drivers club members to afford that yes yeah, <laughs> sign up if you want us to change our domain to something easier to type in <laughs> it benefits you overcrestproductions.com slash driver club you can also access the store from the same link you can Correct. just check out the store. There's a bunch of stuff, some stickers, blah, blah, blah. Check it out. That would be really good. Support the show. Support the rally. Everything like that. So I found a couple of news articles, and this will go fast because I've only got a couple. And then we have a, uh, a few listener or Drivers Club questions that okay. I pulled from the exclusive Drivers Club Patreon. or I'm sorry, Drivers Club uh, Discord. Yes. Where people that go on the rally and the Drivers Club get to commiserate and chat. Now that I let everybody Why in, are they commiserating? I don't know. That's what you do. Commiserating is a negative connotation. No, it isn't. Yeah, it is. It's like, oh, no, commiserating together. It's fine. You can commiserate to commit crimes on the Discord if you'd like. I'm fine with that. We will not ban you for such activity. Crimes? We didn't say that. (laughs) Jake. Yes. Do you want a Toyota Tundar? Well, I don't know what that is. You should pull up the the show notes on your phone. Tundra. No. No. Tundar. It is a Toyota Tundar. Uh, which is a uh, ripoff, Chinese ripoff of oh, the, no. of the just just type in Toyota Tundar into Google. It's a ripoff. It, 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 it looks like a like a a psychiatrist asked someone to draw a Tundar a Tundra by memory, <laughs> or if like a five year old drew it, or if Homer Simpson drew it, or something like that. You find it? Yeah, I did. Wow, <laughs> what is up with the proportions? I know. Oh my god, <laughs> the looks, wheels are way too small. This guy's way, way, way too small. It's got little thirteen inch wheels. It looks like someone just hit extrude and they just like <laughs> they just like pulled it like it they stretched it up it's got a one liter three cylinder zuzu engine uh-huh but when you look at it because it's so tall the engine is so low that you it looks like this tiny little chicken nugget okay, like gotta, if you I have a box through. and it's the last chicken nugget in the box oh my god this thing is hideous. that's what it looks like oh it's itty bitty right in there it's itty bitty right in there <laughs> and 13 inch wheels are cute it's six grand Okay. Um, and to note that the tailgate does still say Tundra on it, even though it is the Tundar. Oh, my God. They actually just stole the tailgate, didn't they? I don't know. But this thing is fantastic. Six grand. I mean, why? Six grand Here's and you have thing. to find your own way to get it to you. Okay. But still, do you know what these UTVs cost? Like side-by-sides and stuff? Yeah. They're like 20 plus. Yeah. Why wouldn't you rather have this thing to go around with on your property? I don't know. It doesn't have a roll cage. Actually, it does. Look at the back. Does it have a little roll cage it has, thing? It has like a cage on the bed. Made of Chinesium? Yes, yes. 
Dude, this um, thing's awesome. And the other thing I wanted to, to touch on before we get into some driver's club input is Facebook Marketplace is no longer going to allow business profiles to list cars or real estate as of January of 2023, which- What does that mean for us? So when you go in and you like you search for a car, uh-huh. it's a bunch of dealership crap, oh, right? Oh, good, yes. Done. Quote, starting on January 30th, 2023, Meta will no longer support the ability for sellers to create vehicle and real estate rental listings using a Facebook business page. Awesome. Along with the vehicles tab and manage inventory tab in markets where this feature is currently available. The free person-to-person listings for vehicle and real estate rental listings will still be available. Your ability to reach audiences via ads is also not changing. We're simply changing how inventory may be displayed in the future. So no more dealer garbage. Here's the problem. And I've already seen this while searching for a stupid car. Was... Even if it's not a dealer listing, it'll be like the dealer owner, his personal profile, listing cars on that. Whatever it takes to somehow pare this down it, a little bit. Fine. I know. It'd be, it, it would be good if we get rid of all of the dealer listings. It's only, you know, private sales, but they'll just go around it. So, Driver's Club uh, questions. Hold so, on. So, Before we oh. do that, let's talk about our sponsor, Petrolbox. Let's do I it. still haven't, not Petrolbox, we already did them. Obert Car Care. Yes. So, I still haven't cleaned my car from the rally. Me either. Yeah, it's just sitting. Well, yeah, yours good excuse. <laughs> Mine is in my garage. Mine is full of sticks. Why? Because I went through a flood, and I got probably about 10 to 12 inches of water in the car. Oh, the rear, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. That was insane. Like, I went through it, and all the water came through the firewall, like the holes in the firewall, and sprayed all over my shirt. And Why'd you do that? Mud. It didn't look very deep. <laughs> Turns out, though, it was. It very was. Deep. It was very deep. <laughs> yes, but anyways, I was going to say, with Obert Car Care, they have some awesome products that are tailor-made to kind of bridge the gap between professional grade and enthusiasts. And they're coming out with new stuff all the time. They are. So it was funny, My the wheel cleaner, my dad was over like washing his truck or something. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, do you have any wheel cleaner? And I handed him this, not even looking what it was. He goes, this is the awesome, like best stuff. What is this? Where can I buy this? And I look at it, I was like, oh yeah, that's Obert's new wheel yeah, cleaner. The one, the one I gave you. And it is awesome. Yeah. Well, they shipped me something. Oh, they did too? I said you weren't sharing. Oh, uh, well, that's the ticket. We just get twice as much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, check them out at obercarcare.com. Also use the code Overcrest to get a discount on your order. Awesome stuff, whether it's the polishing compound that I need to use. Colin actually polished his entire white 924. And then sold it for like an insane price. A really good yeah. amount because of over car care, I'm going to yeah, say. absolutely. He owes them because of that. All right, so the main theme of the things people wanted to know is how to combat the ensuing winter depression for car enthusiasts in the, mess, in the Midwest. And uh, how do you do that? How do you- I will you- go first. I am really excited to get going on this 944 motor project. You just need a project that is like fun enough that you're looking forward to. Yeah, that's basically what it comes down to. And that's just, it's honestly just kind of like a fallback. It's it's not. It's it's kind of bullshit. Here's the thing. If if we had driving perfect conditions year round, I would never get to that. No? No. I'd be like, screw that. I have a lot of other cars, as we just talked about, to drive around. And so now I don't want to do that because that's a burden. I don't know. I work all year round, so it doesn't I really matter to me. I do too, but like a big project that I'm waiting for winter to but do. It is project season. That's that. pretty much all you can do. Um, also, uh, is is how to deal with post rally blues. As everybody's got post rally blues, there's you know. Well, you can sad. look forward to the next rally location, which is. Yeah, no. We're not, <laughs> I, was, I was driving around Vermont. I'll tell you that. I was uh, looking you in. You were driving was, around Vermont. You know, trying to check some roads out up there in the, over the last, uh, last week or so, doing a little bit of scouting while I was working on a project for Porsche. Uh, for me, I, I think that, 
you know, I've heard this a lot from a few different people, and this is a kind of a serious life point, is you cannot let yourself only look forward to the big things that only happen once, twice, three times a year. We all do several big things a year, right? Sure. Whether, whether we, it's a family vacation. Whatever it is, or, you know, yeah. or, or over crest or whatever. You can't spend your days waiting for the weekend. The next. The yeah. weekend or the next thing. We spend 99% of our lives doing the mundane things. Right. And if you're only, my thought is, is that you, if you're having rally withdrawal or rally blues, then you're not necessarily appreciating the, and I'm not trying to call anybody out for like doing this or whatever. <laughs> it means you're, you're, you're not appreciating your day to day, the joys of the day to day and the little things. And I know it sounds kind of cliche, but it's. What do, they, what do they say? The 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 years are short and the days are long, right? Yeah, sure. Appreciate the days. Spend your day maybe doing a few things that you really like for yourself or for someone else or whatever the case may be. But appreciate the mundaneness of life because guess what? 99% of your life is that. And True. If, and if you're spending those days being sad that you're not somewhere else, you're just wishing your life away. Don't do it. And it's, maybe that means you should make a change. Maybe, whatever the case may be. I'm just saying the rally is awesome. Mm -hmm. I love that people look forward to it and it's okay to look forward to it. But if you're having withdrawal, withdrawal about it, or if you're super sad, maybe start doing some things now to get ready for the rally next year and get involved in a project or whatever you're doing, but spend your time appreciating and, and, and being happy about today. Right. And that's, it's, it's a really important thing. And I think most people, um, Everybody, I too, you go through times where we're just like, oh, what am I doing? This is boring, blah, blah. I don't have anything to do today. Whatever the case may be, try and find things to do that you can appreciate every day. There's always things throughout the day. Like my my day when I go home, I'm going to go see my kids. It's be the best part of my day. Yeah. Hands down, best part of my day. Someone else, maybe they're going home to see their dog or maybe they're going to, maybe they talk to their mom every day on the phone. Or There's always these things. You want to try and find little bits and parts to every mundane day to try and make them special. Otherwise, you're just wishing your life away. Don't have blues about, have nostalgia, have like happy memories. Don't be sad that you're not there. Be happy that you're here and be happy that you have another rally to look forward to next year. I love it. And share your memories from the rally on Instagram. I love when people are oh, tagging me it. with these memories, right? It's, it's out like, of control. Oh, I forgot that we stopped at that little pullout and we were exchanging stories or yeah. that I hopped in Alex's That's... M Coop and literally couldn't see over the dashboard. <laughs> None. There's a photo of the M Coop. I'm in it. Can't tell. Just a little bit of hair. Yep. Not even. Just yeah. Yeah. Just appreciate the now. That's that's the that's my morale. There is. I, I've heard a lot of people say that they're bummed at the rallies over. They have withdrawal symptoms. They and I know they're all kind of kidding because they're just trying right. to say how much they really liked it. Sure. But for anybody that's really struggling with any of that, with, not just well, not just the, the rally, but anything, anything, yeah. anything, day to day. That's that's what's important. And I I struggle to do that on a daily basis too. And I think everybody does anyway on that note we will see you next week where i'll probably be here to talk about luft and Ooh. my experiences there and everything else and maybe we'll talk about uh, some more uh, versions of the toyota tundar <laughs> on that note we what will if i what if i drive one here next week oh man <laughs> it's only six grand you just got to find a way to get it here all right we'll all do right. that we'll see you guys next week take care